WMT Podcast, episode 14. Really excited about this one. One of my favorite people in the world swung by, uh, Robbie Walton. I've been working with Robbie for several years. Uh, he is also a member of the band Imogene uh, that I manage, who uh, were previously known as Continuum. Uh, just a really good dude and a really good podcast. Uh, super lighthearted. This one's just, I think it's just going to be enjoyable to listen to. But also you learn a lot about what the band's been doing um, and, you know, uh, super, super proud of these guys. A lot of changes coming up. We're also going to uh, play you at the end of the podcast. We're going to play you a brand new song that was released today by the band, uh, Imogene. Uh, the song is called Faded. You can hear it on 1031 The Blaze if you're local. Um, you can listen to it on SoundCloud as many times as you want to. SoundCloud.com slash Imogene Music. Uh, go check it out. Really dope tune uh, created by the band and a pretty incredible producer. My man, Mr. Jeremy Griffith. So uh, y'all check it out, and uh, please enjoy listening, and welcome my friend Robbie Walton. Robbie Walton. Hello. Hello, world. This is the part of the show. Uh, this is right where I'm like 30 seconds on the stair climber. Just like, Robbie, this is your motivation. I just want to speak to you for just a moment and say, you can do this. I believe in you. <laughs> Keep on climbing. And for those of you also doing cardio and listening to the Wimty podcast, you can do it too. And I really like that song that probably just played. It's like... <laughs> It's like, it sets me right in the zone. So here we are. Dude, do you want to know a funny story about the intro? I'm ready, I'm ready for it. I, uh, 2010, I got my first like MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. and I got a little, uh, uh, like a 19 key, uh, or a 25 key, mm-hmm. one of those M Audio yeah, 25 like key things. And I was just like messing around on GarageBand, and I made like six or seven different just messing around mm-hmm. beats and stuff, and that was one of them. Really? Yeah. You made that in that in 2010. Oh my God. Yeah, that's like, way more special now. <laughs> like, I was going through all my old files because I didn't want to use anyone else's stuff. And I remember I talked to you yeah, about yeah, actually doing that. something for it. Um, and I was like, I man, didn't. this is kind of like intro y. Like, this yeah. could work. Yeah, I think it's perfect. It, like, so, it sets the vibe for sure. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's another day at the office. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, you're right, man. That's uh, I listen to other podcasts a lot of times mm-hmm. when I'm doing cardio, yeah. and you can you kind of zone out if you concentrate on the conversation that's actually happening. You kind of feel like a part of it, and you're right, man. Yeah, it's definitely it's less rhythmic because when yeah. it's rhythmic and you're listening to a song, you're like, uh, we're at the second verse, and this means it's only been like one minute. So now I have twenty nine more to go, and then with a conversation, it's just boundless and endless, and mm-hmm. there's no real mapping to it so you're just lost in it and that got real yeah well i mean that's how it is when i'm running too though like i I have to listen to music while i'm running but it it can also be tricky with that too because you're like man i'm only three songs in jesus that's the worst i got like six songs more to go and like like, yeah damn and then you hope like some jam band song doesn't come on that's nine (laughs) minutes long depending on your playlist the playlist is ever important yeah but we get into some weird I listen to some weird stuff during cardio just because I'm like, that's my um, time to find new music sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'll, I'll put on somebody that I like and I'll say, okay, go to radio. Like if you're listening to Spotify and then some other things come up from like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is weird. And it kind of takes my mind off the cardio. So mm-hmm. that's that's educational listening yeah. time. Man, I wish my gym had a stair step. That's the only thing they don't have that I want. 
because yes. uh, I was going to twenty four seven anytime, but mm-hmm. that was like it was too much like Red Door. Yeah, like everyone that you see reunion, at Red Door. Every, yeah, every and that's not why time. I go to the gym. I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, my time's limited, and I know I'm going to be there for like ninety minutes anyway. So like right. I'm in there. I don't want to talk to anybody. As soon as I get in there, I'll put my AirPods in before I even go in there, just yeah. in case anybody tries to talk to me. Yeah, and like, dude, in do my shit out. You know, <laughs> uh, I can't imagine how it is for you and like Anthony. You guys oh, go to the same gym though, right? I mean, we're we're all friends with the people now, so it's just yeah. like another day. Like it's yeah. home away from home, and <laughs> I feel bad for him. I'm always like dodging and <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. How does he do it? Oh, it's funny to watch. It's so funny. Like, I I don't know. He he embraces the lifestyle. You know, just mm. walks in and everyone's just like, hey, 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 hey. And I'm just like, man, I, I want to invest player. with him and like open his own gym. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I want to do that, too, though, because yeah. I've always wanted to be a gym leader. Yeah. Like from Pokemon. OK. So, <laughs> so that's my life goal is to actually. We should. The three of us should open own our a gym. own gym. Yeah. And O'Shea's. To, you get a badge if you can like <laughs> outbeat the like if I have some trainers, like if I have four trainers, like physical trainers. And if you can like out chin up them and they're not going hard, like you just have to do like 30 and you move on to the next stage and then mm-hmm. you face me yeah. and I'm doing like a full body like CrossFit, CrossFit uh, cardio thing where you have to do an obstacle course. And if you can best the gym leader, then you get a badge. Wouldn't there that be awesome? Yeah, I think that's a How good... How about motivation? cross-marketing, man. Okay, yeah, not to talk about Pokemon. I'm 24. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, man, um, let's talk about why you're here today, man. Yeah, pretty Pretty special day. It's a fantastic day. It's been a, a fantastic couple days uh, so far. Yeah, um, uh, a lot of you who listen to this already know, but I manage the band that used to be called Continuum. Yes. And uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday, they announced that they're changing their name to Imogene. And, Super uh, cool. And Robbie is the guitar player slash vocalist slash... Keyboard sometimes. Keyboards. Slash foot keyboard. Foot bass. Foot bass. <laughs> foot bass. Oh, foot play, bass the foot, play the foot bass. <laughs> yes. Fuki, as uh, we call it. Uh, Fuki. Fuki. Yeah. Foot keys is how that um, was derived. Man, I remember when I saw a video of someone using that and I showed it to you. I was like, can you do this? Like, I remember yeah, that. I can do that. I was I like, that we need to do, do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Except I've, I've learned that um, <clears throat> playing the bass is uh, with one foot has <laughs> taken quite a toll on my left hip, like balancing. And so now I'm like switching feet and like trying to yeah. do it. But most people are like, how, where is the bass coming from at your mm-hmm. show? Where, where is that? And are you, what do they doing, think you're doing with your feet? They think I'm dancing. Cause it's obvious. They think I'm Irish and I just can't control it. Huh? I don't know. Well, you could also sit down between them too. Like if you wanted to, like every other song, yeah. sit down and do That's it. That's actually so you harder really, for me. Like, really? I don't know if it's, just, I'm used to it. Like it was yeah. definitely a learning curve, but, um, playing the bass sitting down is just like, cause I have no, like <laughs> I use my weight to like, you know, I fall onto the keys kind of. So. Yeah. So, I didn't even think about that, man. Like, if you spend an hour and a half a night on one foot. Yeah, it's like, you yeah, can definitely like, tell. But my like, dexterity is fantastic now. <laughs> so if you want to get into a kickboxing match, watch out. It's all part of the gym. Yeah, it is. Uh, man, going back to what you were talking about, like CrossFit and stuff, mm-hmm. I have, like, CrossFit pull-ups are the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. It looks like a fish flopping. Do you know what I'm what talking about, that? Shane? Oh, yes. You know what the fuck I I'm talking about? Caleb yeah. do those. <laughs> yes, and Caleb it was so funny. Too. I was like, that's not a pull-up. It's no, not a pull-up. It's, it's not, but I can I see how it um, really gets you sweating uh, and stuff. Pull it up on your iPad, man. Pull up CrossFit pull-ups. 
Um, it's it's the most you ridiculous. Just flail around. Yeah, it seriously looks like someone's just flailing. It's like everything that your like high school coaches told you not to do. Like <laughs> yeah. use proper form and go slow. Yeah. But this one's just like, fuck it. Use everything and do it all at one time yeah. and be a hurricane with your body. Yeah, let's see if we can uh, see if this is uh, if this shows you a good version of it. But your body moves like a like an S yeah, almost yeah. It's like with a. You kind of just yeah. You gotta throw the neck. Yeah, so you're just like doing this. God, this dude just looks like a typical CrossFit dude. Oh, here it is. There it was. Hold on. Here we go. What? What? What is that? It's I that's a CrossFit pull-up. What does that mean? It means it's, you use everything. Yeah. You even use your ears, I believe. It does. He just yeah. looks like a fucking fish. But the, even the way you're uh, the way you're moving your body, you aren't lifting your whole weight because you're using no. your momentum to bring yes. yourself back up. So like, I almost feel like it's a cheating pull-up. You know, it's definitely but, good for the stabilization muscles. I'd oh, for sure. You know, like for I've sure. never done one ever, and I'm pretty sure I've made fun of people doing it because I thought, <laughs> I thought they were just like <laughs> inexperienced at gymming. But um, yeah, not hating on CrossFit. No, people. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're way more strong than I. Oh, am. they're fit. They're yeah. just so fit. They're strong, strength. I think it's mm-hmm. the best thing for just overall. Um, yeah, for sure. For anything. Yeah. For speed, strength, stamina, all yeah. that shit, man. Well, yeah, I think it's really good. That. All the yeah. time, <laughs> they do. Yeah, how you know someone does CrossFit? <laughs> yeah. They'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, they'll tell you. Um, but anyway, back to Imogene, man. So, yeah. so got the <laughs> got the that's, whole. That's a thing. Yeah, that's that's what we gotta get. We gotta stay on task. Yeah, man. it's so that's easy because we here just, we just chat. We're just um, chatting. So uh, so anyway, man, uh, change the name. We all changed that. the name. Talk a little bit about the name, man. I'm not sure what day this is that this is coming out. Uh, either today or tomorrow. So it's oh, either okay. Friday, November 3rd, or Saturday, November 4th. We're going to try to put it out as quickly okay, as possible. Okay, great. Well, um, so. <clears throat> Imogene has become a band in the area, and uh, Continuum has been left in the wakes of the past. And uh, it's super, super awesome to talk about this in the open now instead of having to dodge everybody. And what are you guys working on? Do you have anything out there, or are you just like one of those bands who pretends they're doing cool things and they're really just trying to make themselves sound cool but we've just been sitting on this stuff for so long and it's so great to finally be like here's our song here's our band name here's our photos and like this is what we've been working on this is what we've been so passionate about it's it's tough to work your ass off seven days a week and not be able to talk about it and now finally being able to talk about it yeah and it's not like you really could promote the old stuff either because it was just such a change in direction yeah it's not even a and you just get into the logistics like what's the point of like trying to promote the old stuff if it's just going to change you don't want to like sell a bunch of stuff to people and know you're going to change it just like consciously feel bad about doing Mm -hmm. that yeah yeah, we quit selling T-shirts about a month ago. Yeah, trying just cause, to. Yeah, cause, just because we were like, just, yeah. we're going to give you a T-shirt and all three CDs for 10 bucks. <laughs> that makes <laughs> way more deal. sense to everyone now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You still got T-shirts? Yeah, yeah, we got a few. Well, what you know are we going to do with those? You, you store them. Yeah, and you store them because like, if, if something does happen, like if Imogene oh, does blow up or something, idea. those are going to be worth money. They are. You know, they're going to be collector's items to big fans, you know? Yeah. Um, I imagine like all the... Uh, well, if anything were to happen, fingers crossed, but, you know, um, all the signed albums and stuff mm-hmm. from shows and stuff yeah. like, would be cool. Yeah, I think we've still got, we. I mean, total so far, I think with like, I think we sold, I think we've sold physical albums about 6,000. Um, Good gracious. But, uh, but I think we've got about 2,000 left 
mm-hmm. just from back stock inventory mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we'll just hold on to nice. those too, man. And you yeah, know, who knows? Might be cool. I mean, at least if we're if if we're still alive twenty years from now, it'll be fun to you know pull it open yeah. to open a new one. Yeah, for you know, that's oh, like yeah. twenty years old or something, and put the it in there wrap. and be like, oh man, that was crazy. Yeah, but uh, all this uh, with the community, I never expected um, to be so well received with everybody. All the um, all the <clears throat> responses that we've received from like, hey, we're changing the band name that you guys like to something completely different. Oh, and, oh, you like the musical style too? We decided to change all that too. So mm-hmm. um, throwing everybody for a loop like that has, I was like, oh gosh, no one's going to like it and everyone's going to hate us and blah, blah, blah. But it was the exact opposite. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I mean, even if you look at uh, Continuum's fan base, mm-hmm. that was, you know, when the, when the band was where it was two, three years ago, like they had hardcore fans, but they, they weren't, like the demographic was kind of skewed. Mm-hmm. It was like f- tapped into like this females between the ages of thirty and fifty kind of demographic, which mm-hmm. was kind of like, you know, it's it's, it's an interesting demographic. It Not is, that there's yeah. anything wrong with that demographic or anything, mm-hmm. but it's just you know. And I feel like what happened with Imogene um, is like, and even when you when when you joined the band, you've been in the band for a year now, a little over, yeah, a, year. A, little over a year. Yeah, uh, like I feel like there was like, uh, this sounds douchey to say but like like you brought a coolness to it or or like a or almost like like a like a hipness you know what i'm saying like and even with the new sound and everything like Mm -hmm. it's uh it's not um it needed that yeah not not that it wasn't wasn't cool because it was for what it was yeah but um the the talent was there fresh yeah there was an original sound there Mm -hmm. Um, but now, yeah, fresh is a better yeah, word. Fresh yeah. is a way better word than like a coolness or anything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and the bands, like, and the, like these new songs and the new video, like they're they're sexy, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it's cool. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely um, got a vibe. You know? Yeah, that's what it's all about is just um, creating that vibe. And now I feel like we just know it. We know what we want to be, and that's why it's been so easy to put out the song and the photos and the video and to keep them all related because. We all know what we want. It's all connected. And, you know, we talk about this kind of thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's cool to just, you know, talk about it here and, and be on the after of the yeah. starting line for the yeah. first time and talk about it. Um, so I think we're going to um, I think we're going to play Faded. All right. Okay, on the podcast. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. I've listened there nine times th- today. So yeah. <laughs> 10, 10 yeah. more after that, too. I'm ready for it. Yeah. We got to put that on repeat. Get those stats up. For real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for people who are listening though, right now you can listen to it on SoundCloud, um, yeah. right? SoundCloud, yeah. uh, SoundCloud.com slash Imogene Music. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Faded will be there. That's the one. Yeah. Man, man, I'm still, I'm still lit from that. Just like the fact that it's out. <laughs> Just, oh, finally. Well, let's talk a little bit about the team that's on, that's made all this let's happen do too, that. man. Because it wouldn't be possible without yeah. um, the amazing people. That yeah, are. I mean, we've really st- uh, stepped up the game as far as, uh, man, let's start out with you guys working with Jeremy Griffin, you know? Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about him, man. Well, before we even talk about the per- the people, um, just to, like, for people who don't know anything about music and how it <clears throat> how it hard it is to release a song and for it to do well, because, uh, you know, everything like this is like a drop in the ocean. There's so many people, especially nowadays, oversaturating the market with uh, songs and they can just do it on their iMac and make beats and stuff and put it out. But to really be successful and to set yourself up for, um, for success, uh, it takes 
a village to raise a child. The child is your song. And uh, that's pretty much what a record label does is they have uh, tons of people uh, working for one goal. And uh, like if you have the lawyer side of it, you have the producer side who makes the music, you have the photographers who take the um, photos for the band and stuff and all the marketing people who put it out there and get it in front of your face. And uh, we've been really fortunate because we've kind of uh, created that um, team without a label. We've done it um, thanks to you and um, all your hard work um, being the manager and collecting this group of uh, pros who do this. So, yeah, Jeremy, the producer, Jeremy Griffith, um, was a perfect match. And he was kind of the first one um, as far as the Imogene phase of Continuum. Uh, to get involved and make that first song faded and that kind of set the vibe for everything else we heard the song and it was like dreamy and like 80s revival whatever you want to call it i don't know what it is it's uh, retro electro soul and uh he was a perfect fit if it hadn't been for his direction and um our collaborative um, production on making faded sound the way it does none of the photos would have looked like they do none of the video would have looked the way it does and uh, it was exactly what we wanted. If I could have like imagined it before we recorded the song, hoping what it would have been like, it would have been somewhere below what it is. You know, I'm just we're fortunate for him to have made the song yeah. so awesome and uh, really capture what we were going for. So um, him and then Sean Murphy, who uh, he's a photographer, amazing photographer, has been doing it. Um, lived in California and has done other. He was on here. You guys know him. Duh. Everyone who's listened to the podcast, please listen to his podcast because it's crazy and awesome. And I learned things about him that I had no idea. I was like, dude, your life is like awesome. Like, I want to live your life, like all the goods and the bads. Because after after he came on the podcast, Shane and I like at, when he left, we just looked at each other for like ten minutes and we're like, what just happened? <laughs> like, whoa! Like, what just happened? <laughs> that guy's life. Yeah. Yeah, but um, he's he's super. Every single person involved is like a role model to me. Mm. You know, every like. Oh, me too, for yeah, sure. I want to be like them in what I do. Yeah. You know? And my kind of, my thing is I don't want to be just defined as one thing. You know, I want to be jack of all trades and uh, master of some. <laughs> but uh him him making the photos kind of set the vibe for what the video was and it kind of worked in a train like that. Like one step led to the next one and the the photos looked super cool and ambient and they had cool lighting and um kind of like uh neon photo light tracing. It just, uh, we were like, okay, so here's where we'll go with the video. And then Destin Patera and Austin, um, Austin, what's Austin's last name? You know? She's, uh, he's Bostastic on Instagram. Yeah, Bostic, I think. Yeah, Bostic, okay. Whichever, Austin, I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but, um, (laughs) you should tell me your name, Austin, if you're listening, because, um, you're my favorite person in the world. And, uh, so Destin and Austin, they're like a, the dynamic duo of making awesome videos and uh they've done all of continuum stuff and uh have done stuff for some big names and uh we just came in and i have to admit like when we were talking about doing the video i was like i really want to get um i want to like pretty much saying i was thinking to myself i want to dump some money and like not take the cheapest route and make videos on the caliber of jeremy and sean doing these uh, absolutely um you know and like do that and i was like not that I didn't believe in them. I just wanted to um, go the extra mile and do something we hadn't done before. But then they got involved and they started talking about ideas and started doing storyboarding and making the video and setting up and buying props and stuff. And I was like, whoa, these guys are like miles ahead of what I could have even possibly imagined. And um, 
like the progress between videos I've saw of them before and what they are producing now was absolutely mind blowing. And um, if anybody wants a music video, start saving and get them because they will be able to provide you with an amazing product, exactly what you wanted. It's exactly what we wanted. Yeah. That faded video is exactly what we wanted. Exactly. Yeah. And then some. <clears throat> funny, funny side story, man. One of the other bands that uh, that I've worked with, they called me the other day, and they they just uh, released a video. They just had a video recorded, and they said, "Hey, the video guy's charging us more than what he originally said. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's your take on it?" And I said, "You want to give me a call, and I'll give you. You know, I need to understand a little more context beforehand." And they were like, "Yeah, he told us that he'd do the video for two fifty. I was like, like two hundred and fifty dollars, and he was like, "Yeah." And I said, "Okay, well, how much is he trying to say that he wants from you?" He's like, 500 I said, "Okay, are you happy with the video?" And they're like, "Yeah, we love it." I was like, "Okay, then you pay the five hundred dollars <laughs> and, and never talk about mouth. it ever again." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, "Cause, uh, cause that doesn't happen." Yeah, no. People don't. If you like the video. Yeah, if you're happy of the product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Like, say thank you very much, sir. Here's your five hundred dollars and run yeah. away. And like, be like, yes, yeah. it was only five hundred dollars. Yeah, cause you won. Yeah, yeah for like, real. I mean, that's even like five hundred dollars. That won't give you a half a day of editing from mm-hmm. a from oh a super gosh. like. Pro editor, man. But like, Destin and Austin were worth every single penny. That, yeah, um, they're worth double. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easy. And um, also, I have to say, the uh, video that was released for the um, name change, the documentary style um, explanatory video, I got more comments on the video quality than like, oh, you guys changed your band name. Mm-hmm. They were just like, oh, my God, that was a dope video. Like, yeah. Like, who shot that? And like, like, are you guys like in New York? Like, what the heck is happening? Why is this so good? And uh, they just really outdid themselves. And that yeah. was like, that was spur of the moment. Like, hey, can you do this for us? And he was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to get someone to watch a seven and a half minute video on Facebook, too. Yeah. And uh, I was talking with our, our marketing guy, and he, he was running the analytics by. And uh, he said on first views, if it's your first view watching it, when you click on the link, like 90% of the people were watching that video all the way through, which is, that's an unreal number. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that like the whole video was, God, that is awesome. yeah, it was intriguing. It was keeping people, you know, it took, people would take yeah. seven minutes of their day to watch this. You know, they have other shit going on. Hold on, I'm watching this, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So that, that was pretty cool too. And just to piggyback on what kind of what you're talking about and something that was really surprising to me, like when we talk about Jeremy and we talk about Sean Murphy and we talk about Destin, uh, like Destin has worked with uh, Jake Peavy, the revivalists, mm-hmm. Radical Face, like artists yeah. that are doing big, big things. Uh, Jeremy has worked, you know, with several. Carrie Job from uh, yeah, Christian Carrie Job. He had like the number one Christian record yeah, out. He's that on he the mixed. charts. Like yeah, he's doing well for himself. Yeah, like uh, one of my favorite bands growing up, Five Iron Frenzy. He produced mm-hmm. their album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, like cool. he's done Under Oath. Yeah, you know for. You kids back in the 08 Screamo days and shit, but like, and then even Sean, he's done Tool, Weezer, and the thing is, um, not not just a name drop on these people, but you'd think just because of how the industry goes that these people would just have egos the size of, you know, yeah. a, a fucking arena. That they, they don't, man. These are some, and that's the really cool part about it. Like mm-hmm. just through the journey of the last year, like Dustin, Sean, and Jeremy, they're like three of my like top ten favorite people. Yeah. Like the way they talk to you, the way they treat you, the way they explain things. Like there's no there's no ego there, man. It's just yeah. like let's get to work. Let's do the best job we can. Let's try to do exactly. Let's and everything is done with intention. It and is. I think that's another really important part about it. Yeah. Um, is every move that the band Imogene has made in the past year has been 
very much done with specific intention. Yeah, nice. and, and I think that's important because a lot of bands don't do that. They're just like, let's go play on, let's go, let's go shoot this song, the video on the beach. Yeah, you or know, like live live video. And <clears throat> we'll just take a couple takes and yeah. not match up the words. And yeah, <laughs> it's just like okay, but um, <clears throat> I also have to say those people, um, you know, we we hire them to do a, a duty for us and like um, give us a product, but every single person has exceeded that and has stayed with us and given us advice when we wanted it, has uh, um, led us you know in the right direction in so many different ways. Uh, Jeremy, Sean. Um, even Destin and Austin and um, the guys doing the marketing over at uh, DigiPro, they're, they're um, running the website and stuff. Those people are um, here to help us out and listen, and they just go the extra mile. You know, it's not um, it's not just like a cookie cutter, like, okay, I'll take your money and here's your song. Mm. It's like, it's a custom, you know, everyone is uh, working to create something together, mm. and that's so awesome. And yeah. it's, it's showing. Yeah, it, well, it's exciting for me to watch. You know, um, like I said, we've been sitting on this stuff for Mm -hmm. so long and it's been so hard not to, you know, not to just show everyone and, you know, and and talk about what you're doing just because, you know, you don't want to feel stagnant and you're not stagnant, but it appears it's giving the appearance that you are. Yeah. So it's cool. It was it was quite a grind this summer for sure. Um, But, you know, we played all these funky Blue Shack shows and Beauchamps and doing the local gigs and. People are like, you know, I don't know if they say that or not, but I'm thinking like we're doing four hour cover gigs, three hour cover gigs. But um, if it wasn't for those gigs, we wouldn't have been able to afford anything, anything um, like this. The songs, the video photos, um, it's it's generated everything. It's like a self-sustaining machine. And uh, we were uh, willing to take on so much work for that reason. And uh, it it makes sense. And you just got to it goes to show if you put in the effort. Um, you can start a new band and you can be something that is new. And now we want to be original. Mm-hmm. Now we want to break away from that. And like, it's going to be a long process to s- slowly turn the ship. Yeah. But, um, that's a good an- analogy for what it feels like. It's just, it's, it's a, the Titanic trying to s- mm-hmm. s- turn from the iceberg, you know? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so you've been in the band for a little, a little over a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I have worked together since you were pretty much out of high school, yeah, right? Like, like 16, 17 yeah. well, I think I started playing at Funky Blue Shack. You were still in high school when when I was uh, Yeah, I think so. Wow, I didn't realize Maybe. That. I can't remember I exactly. No, I never told anyone. I'd, I'd probably serve your beers, too. Like, well, I'm I pretty just, sure I'd probably I tried, serve your like, beers. I don't think I was kind of afraid of you because you had a beard. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh, he might kick my ass. But um, there was other people that worked there. I could be like, yeah, I'm 21. And they'd be like, okay. Yeah. But uh, it helped if they liked my songs. But <clears throat> I remember playing <laughs> playing their solo, and uh, that was like before you were doing booking. I mm. think you were still bartending. Yeah, you know, I, and I remember you were talking like, "Hey, I'm about to start this booking thing. You you want to like? I can book you some shows if you want." And I was like, "Okay, like that sounds fun. I want to play more shows." I yeah, was... you're probably this bartender just talking shit. Well, like, no. he's just gonna he's just gonna talk it about was, it and never it do that. it. It was that. no, I know that. <laughs> I know that for sure. But you know, I love you never that. know. I yes. thrive in that environment. Exactly. But uh, you know you hear things like that all the time. Like, mm. yeah, man, I'm, I'm putting together this festival in, <laughs> in Destin. We're gonna have uh, Outcasts. I'm gonna try to get Outcasts yeah. here. Yeah. But, <laughs> so yeah, that's how it started. And um, you booked me solo and uh, the multiple bands that I've been in. Um, and if it hadn't been for you, I wouldn't be playing 
you know, I wouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to watch uh, Continuum come up from the outside. Yeah. Um, from day one, I remember like when they first started coming out and like uh, in the music scene, mm. you know, me and other musicians talking, just uh, feeling it out and being like, "What is this?" Like, well, man, they do the same thing, and I've told them this yeah. story. The first time I saw them was at Funky Blue Shack. I was bartending that night, and there was a poster of Continuum, mm-hmm. but it wasn't them. It was like five Asian guys. <laughs> and it was a Continuum, and that Ben Ben Bloomberg was doing all the booking That's over great. at Funky Blue Shack. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it, there was five Asian dudes all with, like, sunglasses and suits mm-hmm. and shit, and it was like Continuum. <laughs> I gotta go. And then they show up and start setting up. I'm like, yo, who are you guys? And like, we're continuum. I'm like, no, you're not. This is continuum. <laughs> and like, they start laughing and stuff. And From day one. <clears throat> yeah. And that's why we changed the name, folks. Because yeah. we're not Asian people. <laughs> and the only one I was familiar with was Anthony. Not because I oh. met him, but because like he came on an open mic night one night and did like this really weird, like Allison Morris did like the spoken word thing. And then like Anthony would sing. And then she would do like spoken word. Then <laughs> Anthony would weird sing. And, awesome. and I was like, this is weird, but that dude can fucking yes. sing, man. And, uh, so I recognized him and I was like, oh, he's okay. But then, man, the first thing they did, like, God, it was like just modern top 40 covers Everyone and stuff. Somewhere. And like like the first four songs, I was pissed. It was a Friday night. They were in there. No one had ever heard of them. I was like, I'm not going to make any money tonight. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, they're playing... They're, oh, they're playing fucking Lady Gaga. This is bullshit. <laughs> like, oh, I was pissed. I was about to call Ben Bloomberg. And I've, I've told him bad this, so it's okay that I talk yeah. about this. Like, I was about to call Ben and be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> but, but dude, like, seven or eight songs in, I was like, I this got it. Good. Like, yeah. I got it. Yeah. And I was like, and I remember looking at Rachel, and I was like, I think they're pretty good. Like, I'm not into the songs, but, like, they definitely are doing it their own way. They're definitely doing it in a way that no one else has. You know, I I don't like the songs they're playing, but they're pretty good at it, you know? And then started I started booking them because I was with Dave at Worry Free. I started booking them. And, and even when I started booking them, I was like, we'll give it a try. Let's see what we can do with these guys. And the response immediately was just insane. Insane. Yeah. You know, every place was like, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's get them in. And, and, and then uh, when uh, when they asked me to manage them, uh, I was in the I was in the office with Dave uh, Posey, he was actually, this is when he and Jess were dating at the time. I didn't know that Jess was in the living room and it was Dave and I, and he was like, I think they want you to manage them. I was like, I'm not interested. <laughs> no, not I didn't know that Jess, no. I didn't know that Jess was in, I said, Nope, dude, I have worked my ass off to, to make enough money in the booking stuff to where like I can, uh, you know, I, I don't have to be out till three in the morning. I don't have to do that stuff. Like I just now got out of that. I can't go back to managing and, you know, going to four or five gigs a night, being out till two in the morning and still working this day, this day job stuff with you. Like I can't do it, man. And like Jess came in the room and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Damn it. I guess I got to do it. Yeah. No, 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 no. It wasn't even like that. She just told me, she's like, Hey, we're going into the studio. Um, we're going to record an album. Swing by the studio before you, before you say no, swing by the studio. So Kelby and I went to the studio, and I walked in there, and I was like, within 30 seconds, Kelby looked at me, she's like, you're going to manage them, aren't you? I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. So from then on, it was, it's know, It wouldn't be what it is yeah. without uh, the managing, you know, your, yeah. your input it's been on fun, the band. Man. Yeah, really, it's, uh, you deserve tons and, of credit for and that. i've been trying to get man i've been trying to get you guys to change your name for like three years dude now, it happened so. it's that's a thing of the past um uh that's super cool to hear so what was your take man like how okay so you were talking about when you first started here mm-hmm. in the band you guys were kind of mm-hmm. like what is this like what's your take 
uh, I don't know. As, as just, an outsider who is now an insider. Being here in uh, Fort Walton, Destin, you know, it's like, that's perfect for what this area is. And uh, that made sense. But, um, I mean, I, it was it was perfect for, wh- for what it was. Um, you know, like the folk cajones trip down uh, soul thing. And, you know, it was kind of like they would go into these sections where it's like... Um, Yeehaw! And do that thing, and it was like super fun. And um, like at Beauchamp's, that shit is lit. Like everyone <laughs> is drinking Bloody Marys and having a fantastic Sunday. And um, dude, I remember I used to go there on Sundays, and like by five o'clock, people were. F- <laughs> yes, up, man. I was one of them. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? Like it, it was like Sunday fun day, but like madness. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's still like that. It's you still know? like that. Yeah. Shout out to all my faves. If you're listening, <laughs> probably not. Suzanne, thank you for all the drinks that you bought me over the years. You're great. <laughs> you're a dime. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, they were just coming up, and first thing I thought, Continuum. Oh, that's my favorite John Mayer album. Like, <laughs> like they should change that. But um, it was. Uh, it was definitely unique. You know, it. It just um, being on the outside and being a musician. I always had to say, like, oh, they just need that one little, like, nudge in the direction they of... They just need of, that Robbie Walton. They just need, like, <laughs> they just need a little They just Bobby. need to be marketable. They and need like, foot base. <clears throat> yeah, they need yeah. foot base. Stat. <laughs> um, I know they need it. Um, <laughs> but it was like, I just, I love the voice. I love the um, ability to rip on the violin. That was cool. And um, But just to be... Just to be fresh and something that hasn't been done before, mm-hmm. you know. There's there's tons of bands that do like the stripped down folky thing and um, and even like the soul thing, but um, to just embrace a style that is uniquely theirs, um, and to be modern because it <clears throat> it is an ever changing industry, and to be successful, you don't have to just be good. You have to be unique and you have to be uniquely you and you have to own that and you have to be something that um um to to make this your job and not to say that it's a job for the reason of i just want to make money but we just want to make money so that we can keep doing it and Mm -hmm. do it for more people we want our word to spread and um, the messages of our songs and we want crowds of people to vibe with us and the only way to do that is to grow the brand and to like make it out there and to get out there, you have to be marketable. That's just the way it is. Mm. And you know, you can do you can do Beauchamp's gigs for the rest of your life and make whatever you want like that. But if you wanna, if you wanna grow, you know, yeah, we never wanna be stagnant. And yeah, for sure. That's one thing I'll never do is is be stagnant. We're always gonna be um, unsatisfied with the current situation. I know that. That's well, that, that's kind of what was frustrating about the last six months because it, it almost did kind of feel it stagnant. It felt like that. But you so. had to look at the body of work that you've put together mm-hmm. that's not out, that's not available to anyone else. Right. So you so you can, like, I mean, there were a couple of days where that, where I'd get down, you know, mm-hmm. like, what what are we doing, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but but you're right, you know. That, but then when I'd sit back and look at, like, man, these are the people we're working with. These are the products we have. Just because they aren't out doesn't mean... You know, yeah. doesn't mean that we aren't stagnant. So yeah. I think, I think the, I think the, the release behind it and and the, and the strategy has been pretty pretty spot on so far. Yeah. But that's for other people to decide, not us. Yeah. You know. I mean, we're just putting it out there, and we're just yeah. uh, gonna keep putting stuff out there, and uh, hoping that the community uh, will 
help us out and just embrace it. You know, we're we're one of you. Everything was done here in the Panhandle, and I I really am proud of that. Like mm-hmm. the fact that all this has come out of here. Um, but you know, take it upon yourself and and uh, show what the place where you're from is able to produce and uh, really get us to the next step because uh, when if we do that, you know we're going to give back. And uh, Do you know how many people have been saying that lately, though, in, like, the radio interviews you all have been doing and the newspaper interview and all that stuff? Like, everyone's... It's really strange because, like, it's getting the sense mm-hmm. like these dudes are about to do it. Yeah. Did, did you pick that pick up on that, I like, mean, with the paper I, yesterday? I, I felt and that, yeah, and I felt that before I even joined, that um, they just need this one thing, and it's the brink. You know, they're on the brink of, of something um, because <clears throat> it's really in capturing when you have a talent that's just given to you. Like, you can learn all the music theory that you want and learn all the scales and notes, but if you have the ability to, like, belt it or, you know, Jess be perfectly on pitch with her fretless violin and mm-hmm. you know everything is solid we're all working together that's just um, it doesn't matter what note you play you know Anthony could sing the damn phone book and it would be awesome <laughs> you know that's that's just how it is and the way that he encaptures you in a room is just awesome and um, to be a part of all of this and to give my creative ideas on songs and um, things like that and just the way that things are produced it's just I'm really like enjoying. Well, what was the transition like for you, um, and from joining to where you actually felt like? Because I mean, now like you're 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 giving your ideas, you're full fledged mm-hmm. part of the group. You know what I'm saying? You're you're 25 percent of what makes that yeah, group yeah. work. You know, so like what like when you kind of I mean that had to have been stepping out of your comfort zone, in yeah. like kind of stepping into a developed project, but you knew that that there was plenty of potential for change. It's definitely you weird, know? but um. And being being like a singer in my last band, and just being and then taking that role of um, not the spokesperson, you know, not the not the image of of what it, what um, the stage is, and really um, trying to be the glue that holds everything together on stage, like before beforehand doing um, sound checks and stuff. It's just um, I couldn't do it without the um, acceptance of my input from the other members you know everyone has let me in and pretty much just said okay here like help us out like what do you think about it and you you would think that a new member like shut up you're the new guy you know it'd be like like that but it's the exact opposite they're just like feeding off my ideas and um and i always want to put an input and um it's not always the best input but we can talk about it and we have the ability as a band to know that we're all 25 percent of the band and I feel like that. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like, no member is um, is worth more. We just have different roles, and we embrace those roles. And um, knowing that is the success in a band. Like, you just have to know that there's no ego. There's none of that. <clears throat> um, yeah. And realizing each other's strengths. Yeah. And really playing off right. of them. Because there's know. things that some of us can do that others cannot. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we just want to build each other up and mm-hmm. um, bring out the best in each other. And we really um, have done that with all the gigs that we play. And it just feels like Sixth Sense uh, live, especially like when we're playing. It's just like you don't even think about it. When I'm playing a song, it's just like my brain is elsewhere sometimes. We're just it's so so easy. Mm -hmm. Now I know exactly what they're going to do. And and uh, like Caleb, the way that he's playing, I can just vibe off him. Like 
my hits go to his kick all the time. <laughs> just mm-hmm. it works. Everything works. Um, but I'm I'm very fortunate to have been so accepted so so uh, seamlessly. Mm. It's uh was really seamless. Yeah, it's fun, man. I'm ready to get back on the road though. Oh yeah, I definitely want to. We got to figure like, that out soon and make it yeah, make sense for sure. Know? Um, ho- hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, I think it will. Um, here we are, everybody. If you want us to <laughs> Maroon Five? If you want us to open for you, uh, it's fine. We're here. Um, you can call our booking agency. Jared is here. Yeah, can we just start tagging a bunch of people in this on on SoundCloud? Like, yeah, let's I'll do give that. you some names to tag. I plan on doing stuff like that. Yeah, I just have to say that um, <clears throat> I'm drinking some Birdie's tea from right across the street, and I got an Earl Grey, and it tastes really lavendery. And mm-hmm. every single time I take a sip, it reminds you if you've ever done hot yoga, that lavender like washcloth they put. Over your forehead at the very end. That's exactly what this tastes like. So kudos where do to you. you uh, where do you do hot yoga? At the Hot Yoga Ohm down uh, next to KC's in Fort Walton on the main oh, okay. strip right there. It's like... Dude. How long is the class? 60 yeah. minutes? 60 minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 110 degrees in there. Yeah. Just, I want to do it. Dude, let's do it. Monday. I'll go with you on Monday. I've, I have nine more classes. I, I bought 10. You can buy a Groupon. Something's going on on Monday. I'm not sure. Hang on. Let me look. You, what's the Groupon for? Uh, 10... Uh, 10 classes whenever you want for 50 bucks it's like amazing that's it's a amazing really good deal, deal. yeah it's five dollars a class yeah i'm thinking like a uh jess does he's like uh she does chiropractor and massage and like uh what is the one acupuncture and those are super expensive it's like 35 or 50 bucks per session and to do like a hot yoga i feel like i feel incredible after hot yoga mm-hmm. like i <laughs> i was doing it the other day i'm like in this position looking like a like i'm doing the ymca but with my legs and um, sweat is literally pouring off my elbows. Yeah. It's not just drip, 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 drip. At that speed, it's like a stream. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is probably good for me. So <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. I've been doing it. It's, uh... Shane, you want to do it with us? No, not at all. Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's his. There's he... a moment in like right Monday. Shane starts his uh, his health journey. Really? Yeah. What's your journey? I want to know. Yeah. About. I don't know yet. Really? Yeah. We're gonna start. Yeah, he's I gonna know, start. I, know I have to buy tennis shoes. Yeah. He's gonna start going. <laughs> Something about <laughs> socks. He's gonna start going to the gym with me five days a week. Oh, sweet. So, but we're also gonna mix it up too. We're gonna box. Oh, we're we? gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> I we're doing that. We're gonna hey, box. Gonna get on this. We're gonna hit the heavy bag. All right. We're, we're gonna do. You know, we'll start running a little bit, and uh, and all that. It's all about the diet. Yeah, dude. That's where I. That's where I mess up. Yeah. That's where I mess up. I try to keep it. You know, in check, mm-hmm. but then like when I when I really do keep it in check, my body changes pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Just because I am, you know, I'll work out twice a day most days, but just with how busy I am, and that's not an excuse. It, it, it's a shit excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're a prime example. You're busy as shit, but you eat the you <laughs> eat your tough. five <laughs> prepped meals every day, and <laughs> they're expensive. Yeah, but it's tough um, playing these gigs, you know, because it's like. Here, They're trying to throw pasta food and pizza and, at you yeah, and shit. And, uh, here's a $100 bar tab. Go yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I'm just like, ooh, wine's really good. I really like wine. And I was going to bring some if we had been uh, right now. If it's What time is it right now? Like 1230? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, shouldn't bring wine. But this is, yeah, I'm trying to do sober November. Like yeah. not uh, not uh, drink anything and uh, just... It's self-discipline, really. Like, I don't... I'm not like an alcoholic or anything. I'm just cleansing mm-hmm. pretty much yeah just seeing if i can and speaking of wine you just went to italy oh yes let's I talk did. about Italy. oh yeah i know you and i briefly talked about it a few times so yeah. uh the band for the first time in like a year had a nine day break yeah and that was crazy robbie yeah. went to italy and 
Germany, Germany yeah. for Beer Fest. Yeah, or for Oktoberfest. October, yeah, super cool. So let's talk about that, man. Just kind of went on a whim and um, got a cheap ticket and uh, went over there and flew into Rome and uh, stayed with a friend. It was like um, Florence is the, is the uh, town, you know, everyone knows Florence, hopefully like the orange red brick uh, roofs and history and art and da Vinci and wine and pizza and blah, 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 blah. You know, the whole Italy thing, stereotype. And all be all to Italy. Um, it was all that every day, and uh, I could definitely see myself like being there um, more often. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's like a parallel universe because everything is the same, but nothing is the same. Mm-hmm. Everything is different. Nothing is relatable to anything that you've ever known. Like the language, like everything. People get up and they drink coffee and they go to work, but it's nothing like this. It's like people that i met don't know any english at all and they live their entire lives it's just like my brain you know like <laughs> like how like the world doesn't revolve around english and most of the problems that i deal with on a day-to-day basis just it puts everything in perspective yeah being in a different country and being there for an extended period of time yeah so what was your t- what was your typical day like um i would <coughs> wake up and uh the part of, of the place where i was was the most perfect place i could have picked in florence like you walk out of this apartment building and you're in like the the busiest plaza in all of florence and there's like the open air museum which is like one of the most famous in all of italy it's like the only copy of the statue of david it's right there and the hercules and um all these like uh buildings with a clock tower it's just like oh my god okay we're here like, I wake up, I'm like, all right, I'm here. And um, I would walk to the coffee shop, the uh, Di Artigianale, or whatever the hell it's called. What was this, what did it, was the smell like? Did it smell different? Um, like, did you, like, would you wake up and you'd be able to immediately know that you were elsewhere? Um, kind of. Yeah. It smelled like, it smelled like Italy. rich earth. Um, and yeah. It, it, uh, ge- geographically, it was, like, on the same latitude as, like, New York, I think. Mm-hmm. So kind of imagine that weather yeah. ish. But it's um there's mountains and stuff around and uh cobblestone streets and just people. It was the area I was in was kinda touristy. So uh people would um be taking pictures in the plaza that I was in, like, Oh my god, pictures like uh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> Oh my God, pictures everywhere and taking them in really funny poses and stuff. And then I would walk to the coffee shop and get coffee and then pretty much figure out my day, whether that was like going and trying to see like a museum or just a couple of days I would just walk around by myself, just get lost and try to navigate and learn my way around and talk to people. And I, I was trying to learn Italy or Italian, trying to learn it, trying to learn Italian. I got like 33% through my Duolingo before I went. Okay. And, uh, I was able to like I could read every sign. I could talk and order things. I could um, just basic conversation with like bartenders and restaurant waiters and stuff, um, and just trying to find places I could say things. And um, uh, man, uh, Trey from Float Brothers was telling me last night that the the Navy SEALs are are utilizing float tanks to learn new languages now. Now the, the I float see that the float tanks what? have yeah because you, there's nothing else in there. There's no sense of sight. There's no so if you pump through the speakers, they're pumping like Rosetta Stone, like language software, 
um, to these people while they're in these float tanks because there's no sight, there's no mm-hmm. sense of anything else, there's no sense of touch. So mm-hmm. all you're all you have to concentrate on is the material they're putting in there. Yeah, I wonder what so, that material is. Like I want to know what they're using too. Yeah, but, like what it's like dog is Connie. Yeah, yeah. They're saying they're saying that the the curriculum that takes people 6 months to learn, they're doing it in like 6 weeks. Dude. They're cutting the time I could and, get into that. <clears throat> yeah, I want to see if he'll if like Trey will hook me up with like a package mm-hmm. uh, like uh, to where I could go in every day for a certain amount of time and oh, just learn yeah. a new language. How sick would that be? Yeah. That's one of my my goals. I want to learn a couple languages yeah. in my lifetime, and um, really should we yeah. really should? Yeah, but you know, it's I so get... shitty. We only know one. Yeah, you and know? most people over there in Europe can speak some English. Like, oh, for sure. Like ninety percent of mm-hmm. the people were like English speaking. Yeah, I mean, I you can say. get by speaking. Yeah, English. and I just felt like an idiot. I felt like an asshole. Like here I am, English, like cater to me because I'm mm-hmm. from America, and um, I don't know, but it yeah. was definitely. A, crazy germany was even more crazy because i didn't know anything yeah any german at all and like every sign i was just like dork and dork and i'm just like what where <laughs> where am i supposed to go like i got on the wrong train one time uh trying to get back to the hostel and uh it was an epic journey trying to get back at midnight like after four liters of beer at the house. <laughs> crazy. Uh, so what's that like? What's Oktoberfest like in actual germany is it like it's, oh is it like a, it's portrayed gosh. in like american cinema uh, just imagine like a big area and it's slammed with people. Slam, slam, slam. And 99% of everybody is in the um, Lederhosen. Mm-hmm. So like uh, it's it's like the shorty, short leather pants that are brown with the checkered shirt mm-hmm. and the hat. And they wear long socks and the girls in the drindles. It looks like the, the beer made mm-hmm. dress, you know, kind of thing. And everybody is in that. If you're not in that, you're... You're funny. And I bought, I'm stupid, I bought like an Amazon $20 costume. <laughs> like like people are wearing their $280 later yeah, hosen. Like real leather, and like braided. Yeah, this yeah. one guy comes up and he's like, grabs my um, like shoulder strap and he's like, he's like, what is this? What do you have here? What, what, <laughs> what is this you are wearing? And I'm like, uh, sir, this was $20 and I only spent $20 on this and I'm about to spend way more money on beer because I saved my money. And he's like, oh, that's a good idea, but it looks it looks like $20. And like, <laughs> that was all day. Like People were just like, what are you wearing, stupid? So Why didn't you take it off? Because I was drunk. <laughs> I was really drunk. But um, yeah, imagine a lot of people, and they had like Ferris wheels and stuff and a lot of tents. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is they have these giant tents that each one is sponsored by a different beer brewing company in Germany, like Hofbrau and... I can't. I don't know what they are, but that's like the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Um, and each tent can hold like between five and ten thousand people. So you go in, and it's like the bench seating um, that you see where they're doing like the beer swings, and um, it's just everyone sitting together, and they're pretty much reserved. Like if you have to get there at like seven a.m., but you can sit there all day and just order beer. And each beer was like ten dollars and fifty euros or ten fifty, you know, and a euro is like. Yeah, what's bit. the current it's, exchange rate? It's like a dollar fifty-two. Yeah, like ten dollars is like twelve dollars. Yeah, eighteen bucks. Oh, so like you're that. spending. Yeah, it was big. A but lot you of get money. a liter. Yeah, but it's a yeah. Bit you get a liter yeah. of cold beer, and it's like like a thirty-two ounce. Yeah, you, yeah. it's a huge mug, and you and you just drink it. And we would we would go through, and they have like a band in the middle of the thing, mm. and people walking around. Um, but it was just mega people, and yeah. but the the songs that the, they play, they play like the German music, and the whole place sings along, and like. 
you would just be listening to the German music drunk, and then you're here like, dum, 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 dum. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like they know America. Like we did uh, Sweet Caroline and stuff, and it was cool. But um, the really? cool, yeah, you the did Sweet Caroline oh yeah, 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 for sure, and and uh, like other songs too, like American songs. Um, we were talking about that earlier today about how how. Uh, we think that everything that comes out of the UK is so cool, mm-hmm. but over there they think the same way about American music. <laughs> kind of like yeah. American music is kind of like the coolest mm-hmm. thing ever to them. So it yeah. makes sense, I guess. You know. Yeah, there was a part where, um, like in the in the house, <clears throat> in the tent, uh, you could stand on the table and you could put your foot on the table, and you had to chug your beer like the entire liter. And when you stand up and do that everyone is allowed to throw things at you. So, like, they have, like, pretzels and napkins and stuff, and people were ripping off giant hard Why would pretzels. anyone do that? Because if you can, chug the entire thing and hold your beer up at the end, everyone in the entire house cheers for you. So 10,000 people okay. are just like, yeah, but if you fail, they kick you out. You're out of the So tent. you have to drink the whole... You have to drink... You have to chug the entire liter. And, like, I, women were doing it. It was, like, people I, smaller I than me. I might be able to do it. I could totally do that. It was yeah you could yeah. do it if you're drunk enough you could do it. We'll have to try. I, I almost did it, but time. I was like, if I fail, <laughs> I, I want a my trophy. friends will hate me. <laughs> I want a trophy from Fudpuckers Fud Spring Break Fud Chug one time. Oh yeah, and I think it was I think it was like you a thirty-two ounce beer. You could do like, it like beer bonging. No, it was just a big. It was a big cup, like one of those big plastic cups that they serve like frozen drinks in yeah. and shit. They they filled them all up with beers, and they it was like there were probably like forty of us. And uh, first person to finish and put the cup on their head got oh, a trophy sweet. and won. I won that. You won. Bitch. Oh yeah. yeah, we'll go. We, we got pulled. Go. O- we got pulled over that night too. I wasn't driving, but the cop Thank found goodness. the the cop found the trophy. He's like, "Want to explain <laughs> this?" And I was like, "Bro, I just won." <laughs> Cut me some slack, man. Yeah. But yeah, once we uh, once we make it, we're going. I'm definitely definitely yeah. taking you too, Shane. You're coming. You're yeah, coming for that's sure. awesome, man. We gotta get a crew because uh, I met this one group of people there from the UK, mm. and uh, he was just like a dude. And he was like, yeah, my buddies and I made a plan 10 years ago. We are going to save a little bit for 10 years and then go to Oktoberfest and be here as a as a group and reserve a table. And it's, like, super expensive to do that. Yeah. But, um, and they were just, they had a bro trip, and it was like a, it was. And they were there 10 was, years later. Yeah, it was cool talking to That's them and right. being yeah. like, whoa, I'm talking to you here while you're experiencing your. Yeah, I'm part of your, yeah, what you've yeah, been like, planning for for yeah, 10 I years. Like, I shouldn't I'm, be talking to you. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> go do something yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'm part of your movie. Yeah, you know yeah. that is crazy to think about it that way, yeah, man. But drunk thoughts. Yeah, we <laughs> might, yeah, it was yeah. Especially when you're drunk, I was like, <laughs> just blowing my mind. Start crying. Like, oh my god, I'm in your your life. <laughs> but um, I'm just I met a lot of cool people over there and a lot of friends and um, people that I still talk to mm-hmm. and um, hopefully will continue to and um, yeah, just well. <clears throat> The relationships that have come about from the band have led to things like that. Like I wouldn't have met um, the the people that I went to Italy with if mm-hmm. it wasn't if we hadn't been playing a show, yeah. you know, at Crabs in Pensacola Beach. So um, it's just things like that. Yeah. So many people that I know, I wouldn't have met unless um, it's like that butterfly effect. Everything matters, but nothing does. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna talk about that because my brain will be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is true though, man. Every action, every action that you do can, can, uh, you know, can com- yeah. completely just throw a wrench in someone else's. Yeah, um, it's existence really and, and completely change everything. So yeah, it all matters, and then 
right. depending on what you believe, nothing does. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> that's uh, that was definitely a lifetime uh, experience, yeah. and I'm always going to remember the first time I went to Europe. And uh, Yeah, man, I've not been to Europe yet. You will go. I, I have to figure out a we plan. We got to go, Jared. Come and on, it's, it's not doing? even, right now it's just about the time, dude. Yeah. Like, I I, there's no way I could be away from all this for nine days. I would want to go no for way. a little longer, yeah. too. Like, maybe maybe 14 yeah. or um, 20 days. Well, once Imogen hits the charts... Okay, I'm ready. Uh, That's we'll really tour, happening. We'll tour for nine months straight in support, and then we'll take two months off, and everyone goes wherever they want. Yeah, shoot, I'm ready, I'm ready for I'll go to Europe for a month, um, for sure. I, I saw this thing one time. It was like Ed Sheeran played 300 gigs in one year. And there's only 365 days yeah. in a year. I was like, "Wow! I no mean, wonder he made done, it." Y'all have done close to that. Yeah, though. I'm I'm ready to do more. Yeah. Shoot! Once we start doing original stuff, and yeah. we got to play, we're super seasoned. I feel like we've been training with a a vest on. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we have to play freaking Ellie Golding again, and <laughs> we have to play it for four hours. It's like when we play our original songs for 30 minutes or 45 minutes, that's gonna be like, "Oh, we're already done." A breeze. Like I'm yeah. so sad now. We just got into it. Yeah, I feel like I just met you. Montreal or whatever the hell mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. I don't know why I said there. That's a random place. <clears throat> Add it to the list, man. But yeah, we're going everywhere. Yeah. And um, there's never going to be a, a ceiling. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, we're willing to take on. And everybody is like that in the band. Everybody is willing to work that hard to uh, continue on. And uh, I think people get really surprised with that, with the dynamic of you all. Like when you all are, uh, when we, just for example, the press that you did yesterday um, with the with the Daily News, like when, when people get in there and they just see the way you all interact with each other, mm-hmm. the way you talk to each other, uh, yeah. the way just focused yet considerate, yet funny, yet yeah. serious. Breaking each other's balls. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, just like the dynamic. I think pe- people are really taken back by it. But I think there's also... I, I think there's also a level of comfort too that people feel immediately. Mm-hmm. Like they, they like immediately they feel like they're a part of the group, and I think that's why, I think that's why you all have such great fans, mm-hmm. because they they really feel like they're part of it. They feel like they're part of your family. They feel like they're, like they're like they're sharing the experience yeah. with you, and it's re- it's really fun to watch. Like as a, as me being a spectator, even though I go to these things with you, like I, I kind of feel like I'm mm-hmm. on the outside just watching you guys experience it with these people. But it's also fun watching. The people who are interviewing you and all yeah. that kind of like the reaction that they get from it, man, it's a trip. It's they, cool because it's real, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything that um, we're not faking anything. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we get together and we're just we laugh and it's just we're family, pretty much. Yeah. It's like man, you feel I, like a person, but you feel like you're also part of something bigger. And yeah. uh, I just wish you were at Hangout, man, because that was the most. <laughs> Hangout's gonna be. It'll happen again. That's gonna for be. Sure. We're gonna play a bunch of Hangouts later. Yeah. Yeah, I know we're gonna do stuff like it's that. Super I wanna surreal. play um I wanna play Voodoo Fest and yeah. like all those. You gotta play Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo, that's yeah, that's one. the one. Yeah. That's the one. Coming I'm not like a music festival us. guy. Yeah. yeah. I never have done, like gone to um I played one in a punk rock band when I was like younger and we we won a contest kind of similar thing mm-hmm. or pl- was in a contest and um got to play Deluna Fest and like chill backstage with Foo Fighters and stuff. Oh sweet. Yeah, and um a uh, funny story. There was like, um, you know, the band Florence and the Machine. I yeah. think I may have told you that. Yeah, that story. I haven't heard the story, but, but um, I know the band. Um, <clears throat> we were just backstage. We had our little artist pass, and we were like, "Oh my god!" Like eighteen years old, nineteen years old, like not able to drink, and they're giving us tequila and stuff. We're like, "Yeah." Um, <clears throat> this white van pulls up, and this lady gets out, 
driving. The lady's driving, and she goes and uh, like gets down on her like one knee and has slippers in her hand and holds them out. And Florence, the lady, the lead singer of that band, puts her feet in the slippers and gets out and walks to her dressing room. And it was like there was a lady holding slippers for yeah, her. Yeah, she put her she slippers put on, like got on her knee and put slippers on for her. And it was like. Oh, I don't know is, if I like that or this not. This is weird. Like, do you just become like a hero, a superhuman when you become famous? Like what? Well, I met I'm, I met her. Well, not met, but I was standing right next to her at Hangout. And I will say this, man. Uh, there, there's a presence about her, and oh, it's really strange. I mean, she's amazing. It's like a, it's almost like a Stevie Nicks kind of thing. Like I, I don't want to put her on Stevie Nicks level. I'm a way bigger fan of Stevie Nicks, but mm-hmm. like. Uh, but when I saw Stevie Nicks come out with Tom Petty at Bonnaroo in 06, like, like, like women who are just incredible like that, like they're, Mm. man, there's really a a presence about them. And I kind of felt it just being, standing next to her. Like when she walked right by me to go on stage, I was just like, fuck. Wow. Yeah. But now I hate her. I wish you wouldn't have told me that story. (laughs) You mean someone puts on your slippers for you? I mean, I don't know how, like You come out in your fucking witch garb and shit. Yeah. It was like, she had like this gown. It was like, oh my God. But um, <clears throat> I don't know what she's like at all. But that was just yeah. like a crazy. It's but then, part of her persona. But then like Pat Smears playing Duck Hunt backstage, like, you know, <laughs> like from Foo Fighters. I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, and Zach Brown band, the bass player was like hanging out with us. Like, the guy with the long beard. I don't know if he's a bass player or what, but um, that was cool. And so I'm ready to do more festivals. Was that the sure. year that we went to Deluna Fest? Dude, and he been. and he made and fun like of the Joan guy Jett. from Group Love, and he walked away. <laughs> No, way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't asshole. know. We didn't know that. Uh, th- this was uh, what, like 2010, maybe I 2011. Maybe. Group Love was brand new, uh-huh. and th- you can tell the story. Well, Shane. I just see this dude. He's just he's just walking. He's in like full. You know that dude. He's, he's uh-huh. in like full Amish gear. Yeah. And it's like 110 degrees outside, <laughs> and like we're on a black top. And I'm like, look at this fucking asshole. I'm sweating my dick <laughs> off in this dude. <laughs> we're just like. He's totally got like the curled mustache and yeah. shit. And we're just like literally pointing at this dude, like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> And they were like, oh hey, God. I heard that, that group love. Uh, those guys are pretty good. Let's yeah. go check them out. It's him. And there he is on stage. Like, oh, dude. Like, my bad. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you dick. Can I buy you a cold beverage? You look like you need one. <laughs> I would have just kept it up. <laughs> look at this guy. That's so funny. Uh, Fuck you and your hat. Yeah. Dude, yes. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> they shut Deluna down, right? Yeah, Deluna yeah, didn't make it very like, long. Oh yeah, I think they got some money. Paid. Yeah, they got some money yeah, from like, uh, from the Tourist Development Council. But I think I just think Hangout already had that market established, so I yeah. think it was really hard because they put together some impressive lineups. They did. I mean, Foo um, Fighters. I remember they, they weren't gonna, they weren't going like, to start because they hadn't been paid yet or something like that. Like mm-hmm. they were late to start, and then we were up in the um like the. You get up here because you have a wristband section, and uh, <laughs> their sound went out in the middle of their set. Oh, no. And oh, and they didn't know, and uh, they kept on playing, and then Dave Rowe was like, can you guys hear me? Or, and you could like, just hear his voice. Yeah. And everyone was like, no. And it was just like a moment. I was just imagining the sound guy like, oh, a ma, a god. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Foo Fighters yeah. sound just went out. Like, <laughs> And there's thousands of people here watching. Like, what do you do? Oh, yeah. Man, when we were at when we were at Hangout Fest in uh, like 2011, uh, speaking of the Foo Fighters, uh, CeeLo Green didn't show up, 
And so he had, he's got a main stage slot, middle of the day, prime time, like three o'clock. And uh, Foo Fighters were closing out the night on that stage. So they were already sound checked for the day. Like they were sound checked probably at 6 a.m. that day. Cause like they aren't doing their own sound checks at those festivals. No. Like they, they have a person there and everything is like their rider has, you know, this, they aren't, they aren't even their own amps. They're like, you will get us these amps each. Damn. This is how each knob should look. So the, it's the whole stage crew is who's sound checking these guys. So anyway, CeeLo didn't show up and all of a sudden, like I was like, let's go check out CeeLo and I'm walking and, and I look up there and I was like, no, that's the Foo Fighters. <laughs> so Celia didn't show up. So Dave Grohl said, fuck it, we'll go on. And they come He's on, dude. Badass. And the, yeah, and they opened with, uh, they came out there and played Tiger Mother Down by Queen. Oh my God. Yeah, and I was just like, what? What's like, this, happening? Is, this is way better than CeeLo. Yeah, like, you saw that video of him sorry. like break his leg falling off stage and then he yeah. plays with a cast yeah. getting yes. put on. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay. This man, is... he's so, I respect that guy yeah, so much, man. I want to be like him for sure. He's done a really, like, just the way he brands himself, man. Yeah, and, he's tough as his nails and he's d- yeah. down to do it raw. and like Seems like he gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, like, um, he's down to do anything all mm-hmm. the time for the sake of like what people want to hear yeah. and like, you know. He doesn't give a damn. Yeah, but that's so. a cool. That's a cool way to act. Um, like a good, good mindset to go in. Like you can't get caught up in all the other stuff. Yeah, be like Dave Grohl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What Always. would Dave do? Yeah. Just get a WWDGD. little WWDGD. <laughs> I want one that says, "What would Jared do, though?" Because uh, <laughs> that would be even better. Well, that's what I used to say when I wore those stupid bracelets. <laughs> What would Jared do? Yeah, what would Jared do? I'll I'll tell you. (laughs) You probably won't like it. (laughs) It might not make sense. Yeah. Uh, Well, shit, Robbie Walton. Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, man. This has been uh, quite fun. We should do this more often. We will, man. (laughs) Dude, anytime you want to come on. All right, sweet. I don't care care if you want to be on in three more weeks. Robbie Walton strikes back. Yeah, you'll have your own segment. Yeah. 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 Right, episode one. Yeah, yeah. That will probably get bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, dude, I, th- I think uh, I think Jar-Jar. we're gonna close out with uh, a song that was just released today, man. So Still rather it. than your, rather than my uh, 2010 <laughs> MacBook Pro, we heard that once already. Yeah, so we're gonna close out with "Faded," man. All right. So Robbie, give it to us. Say this is Robbie Walton. From when you're listening to the best of oldies, <laughs> you're listening to Magic 98.7. Here's Faded by Imogene. <laughs> Later, dude. Thanks for coming on. I must have saved every moment. 